All right, welcome back, Tossers. Uh, another cracking week coming at you. Now, Crawls, coming hot off the back of a fantastic uh, guest episode. Really need to know, guest <laughs> Have you got your fitness regime in place or not? How? Well, mate, why are you why are you targeting that at me? Because you were the one who you, I was actually going to bring this up. You signed up for the gym. Yeah. When did you sign up? Uh, on Friday. On Friday. After. <laughs> yeah, please sure. no. I do go to the gym. I was just in a temporary lapse due to uh, football sustained injuries, but I've got a membership. So I'm, I'm back and going. I need the nine to five guys to give me a program so oh. I can get the. Yeah, I was thinking that was um, that was very coincidental. Too coincident, uh, coincidental that you, you signed up to the gym. The question, and then asked you, you're like, you can come to the gym. When do we go? Sunday. Yeah. Okay. We had a quite a um, wholesome weekend. I mean, usually it's just licking your wounds on a Saturday. It is or Sunday. well. Yeah, I got I got caught up because I went out Thursday night for a. Um, <clears throat> Some clients going away, part someone's leaving a business, so went to went to Flower Drum. Yep, made made the most of that. The company on car. the company car. There's, there's no it. way known you would be doing that off <laughs> yes. your own pay packet. No, there was no. We had it was a big night. No, not Flower Drum. Uh, great night, actually. It was it was funny. Apparently, it's like the second best Chinese restaurant. One of the the girls was saying that last time they went there, and she goes, "Oh, it's the second best restaurant in." Like Chinese restaurant in Melbourne. She's a real broadsheet operator. Well, well, that's what she said. They were going on about it. And as they're leaving, they've got this nice like Asian dude that the host, he must own the business, goes, yeah, not bad for the second best Chinese restaurant in Melbourne. <laughs> so he must have heard. <laughs> Absolutely ripped in them on the way out. But no, that was lovely. Yeah, got onto it. And then, yeah, that's then we had a quiet weekend, mate. Nothing going on. Got a bit cold this weekend. What was the name of the, the number one Chinese restaurant? It wasn't Who knows? I have no idea. Some dumb prick. Oh, nice. No, okay. <laughs> I, I could see your mind just ticking over. <laughs> I was wondering why you weren't yeah. responding. Something wrong. You get in this, you get in this dumb trance. Oh, cultural appropriation. Yeah, you got more of those, do you? No, no, no. I won't get cancelled. Um, <laughs> you might for those. <laughs> no one's listening to this. Let's be honest. No, we got we've got some viewers now. The viewership's going up. We hit a thousand followers on Instagram. When was that? Uh, Recently. Last week, yeah. Thanks to all the fans out there supporting us. If there's anyone you want to appear on a guest episode, please reach out to us and we'll reach out to them and they probably won't respond. But we'll reach out. That's the main thing. Well, you want our fans to pick the guests. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, we could take it on. We're going to get some stupid fucking answers. I can tell you that right now. (laughs) Who do you reckon would be if you could have any guest on and it would just be a rare episode? Ellen DeGeneres. Really? I would love Ellen. She's she's gone quiet. I had so and you know what she's it is. She's been cancelled. Well, exactly. You know what it is. It's because I have thoroughly enjoyed her. You know when you were at home and you didn't go to school throughout the day, you'd watch Ellen because that's what was on. And I I would just and I think at one point it started playing on like the nine now channels or whatever the other ones. So I'd rush home from school to watch it's, Ellen. And I God, I enjoyed it. It's no real change to your life at the moment. Sleep in, get up, watch a bit of daytime <laughs> oh, television. I don't have Ellen on. Actually, the, the movie channels, that's what plays in the background is the white noise. <laughs> Fuck, I've watched Mrs. Doubtfire like three times this week. <laughs> and the Oceans movies play just back to back to back. So I was, I've watched Oceans 11, 12 and 13. Hopefully none of your business clients are listening to this. No, no, I'll put in the good work. This is just background noise, you know, because I'm not in the, in the office. I need to. I don't want to feel alone. You just have it there every now and then. You glimpse over and you watch a little bit of a movie. 
10, 15 minutes, maybe a bit more. <laughs> you watch the movie. But that, it's made me got, it made me actually, talking of Ellen that's got cancelled, same thing happened to Kelly Clarkson. Did you hear about this last week? No, please explain. Well, she's got a show as well. And so the same thing that happened to Ellen where they like cancelled her for being a bitch. Apparently Kelly Clarkson is, she got cancelled for the same thing. Like, I, I, I get it, right? But if everyone who's a bitch is going to lose their job, yeah, but it's seventy percent of the population is yeah, going to be right. without a role. Hey, what? every HR officer Wait, hang on, in the hang country. On, hang on. Yeah, seventy percent. <laughs> I don't think there's that many women employed. It's not seventy percent of the workforce. Toss. <laughs> Look at you being progressive. That's not bad. <laughs> it's rare that your mind jumps there. <laughs> there will be no HR managers left in the country. But anyway, we'll get one I thought would be interesting. I'll elaborate on this later. I'm a big Oasis fan. Yeah, Liam Gallagher, absolute rare unit. He is. He's a child that never grew up, and he's a god. His hair, dickhead. Oh, it is so funny. Just He'd be, he's that you mate you want to punch. Like you know, you've got one in the group, the fringe guy, or whatever. Just, but he's more than that. You kind of want to be on the periphery and like because it's funny watching it, but you don't want to be too close yeah, correct, that, that you're correct. like guilt by yeah. association. Yeah. yeah, like he won one music award and he just like pegged the award into the um. But they, to be fair, they were all like that. Yeah. Well, his brother was as well. Not as violent, but they were, no wonder they clashed. But yeah, what's, it, what's, it, what's he been up to? Something about... Well, anyway, they're massive scousers. They're from you know Manchester and massive fans of Manchester City. Yep. Who is playing in the Champions League against Inter Milan, I believe. And he put a tweet out saying that, you know, if Manchester City win the Champions League, I'll contact Noel and I'll get the band together again. This is after they haven't spoken to each other, bar family Christmases, for like 12 years. Well, mate, when, if you look at that relationship, um, I don't think it's uh, Liam's call on that side. I'm pretty sure Noel's the one that's sick of Liam because he's the best. Noel said, though, he's like, you know, if he reaches out to me, he's got my number, he's got my manager's number, call me, we'll get it back together. But really? Like, yeah. Jeez. Did you see the leader, is it the 1975, the band? And yeah. He's talking, he's like, imagine being in Oasis, you know, single-handedly could be the biggest band going around now and you won't do it because you've got a feud with your brother. Like, if they came back, they would sell out. But they generally do hate yeah, each other. Yeah, they hate each other. Because if you watch the documentary, I'm pretty sure Noel belted the living daylights out of Liam with a cricket bat. Wait, did they? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that. It is... I think Liam said he only hates two things in the world, Manchester United and Noel Gallagher. <laughs> Hey, that is right. That is the the party line for Liam. I mean, it's Oasis. You're right. Would sell out massive arenas, but they've got. I think they've got enough money anyway. Like their hatreds that enough for each other. I don't think they need to come back for that shit. And they're doing well, but they just go together so perfectly. I mean, Noel's the lyricist, and you know, does all the other stuff. Liam's the vocals. Well, that's the issue. Liam's fucking pinhead, and he just sings cool, and he just likes looking cool. It's like what do they say? The um. I don't even know how to say it. You know, the immovable object and an unstoppable force? Yeah, that was it. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> You've been doing your physics this year. <laughs> I had to take two and just think of that. But that was, speaking of Fox movies, that was on the, the Dark Knight Rises. Watched that last night. I've <laughs> been really getting into my movies. <laughs> but it's like everyone back in the day says, oh, we'll never get back together. We'll get never get back together. And then the money's too good. Like um, the Eagles release an album or like they – I think it was like they said the only time they would ever get back together was when Hal Freezer's over. And it was like five, ten years later and they did the Hal Freezer's over tour. It's like Fleetwood Mac as well. They were just shagging each other. They fucking hated each other. 
That's why they wrote, they wrote the album Rumours because rumours about each other and like you can go your own way. Oh, yeah, and that's artists though. I think artists create this sort of like uneven about. They just want anarchy in their life so they have something to write about. What, ki- what's it called? It's something like the... Oh, I can't remember what it's Because you think if you've got a friendship group, there might be one with a really strong personality. But like when you have too many there, right, they just... The ego's too big, right? Yeah, but your friendship group, you're not getting paid fucking squillions of dollars to make the music. There might be a reason they get back together. And it's also massive ego of the artist that they want to be remembered forever. Yeah. They come back and they go, oh, everyone's forgetting their names. Hang on, let's just it's kind of like run it back. They don't hate each other, but I need to see a Powderfinger reunion. I think it's the fact like- Jack, that is, that is not happening. It's the law of scarcity, right? You want what you can't have. And the fact that they haven't just been playing in RSLs and stuff for like- 10, 12 years makes it so much bigger. Why would they be playing in RSLs? Powderfinger are too big to play in RSLs. No, but I'm saying like when they finished, like up in 2010, if they had just kept playing all the time, you know, doing what like um, Thirsty Merc do. And don't get me wrong, I love Thirsty Merc. I've seen three times. Completely different levels. But like they're not looking for that. And the fact that they haven't got together is just kind of further fueling the demand and the want for it. Is it? Are you Are you like the – I think you're the leader of the fan fan club. Well, when that your Spotify wrapped came out, well, my Spotify wrapped came out, I reckon about three years ago, I was in the top 0.1% of Powderfinger listeners. Yeah, and I think you're the one of the only ones calling for their reunion. Don't get me wrong, <laughs> I love them. Johnny Tossel. John, <laughs> that's not a shock to me. That is every white dude ever. Like every white dad ever just loves Powderfinger. Like that is like – that was the memes back in the day. Like that is, it's Coldplay and Powderfinger. That's every white dad ever. That's who they love. <laughs> or we're well, on the subject of sport. We we were on the subject of sport. We might delve into it briefly. But the state of origin is upcoming. Now, even though you're from AFL Heartland, you are technically a New South Wales. I am from New South Wales. Yes, you, I'm a Blues man. Do you yeah. get some pride out? Do you pull the jersey out and? Yeah, I haven't bought. I need to get a jersey. I've been waiting to get one because I have a little VB logo and stuff. But yeah. Mate, I'm all, I'm all in for when the Blues play the Maroons. But my pop, who's lived in New South Wales his whole life, fucking hates the Blues and supports the Maroons for some reason. Drives me drives where, me insane. Where was he born? Like, and lived his life? He lives in the. He was born in Wylong, West Wylong, Henty. <laughs> like, he's in the middle of like New South Wales. It just it's so confusing. And now we've got some Rello Liam Martin who plays for the Blues that he sort of supports, but he still goes for Queensland. It's kind of like you and me, though, how we're both Melbourne-based. We go for the Brisbane Lions. We just like yeah, the contrarians. Yeah, well, no, mine, 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 I do like being a contrarian, and everyone knows me will say that, but that was purely because my name was Lockie, and my favourite animal was a lion as a kid growing up, so I went for the lions. <laughs> and that is like, there is no more, there's no more, nothing more in-depth to that. At least you've got, well, my reasons, to be fair, my reasons is a good reason. Mine I'll stand by it. Dad, the Fitzroy connection, they merged the Brisbane Bears, became the Brisbane Lions, then obviously yeah, won exactly. three premierships in a row. Arguably the best team of all time. Yeah. And you're yeah. locked in for life. But they were tough nuts and similar to Origin. But I don't understand. If you do something messed up, like you belt someone save Origin, does that apply to the NRL? Because I feel like every year they just belt the living daylights out of each other. Oh, it used to happen more back in the day, but yeah. It's kind I, of not I can't t- remember. I have no idea. My NRL knowledge really lacks. Yeah. I'll go Souths. God, that's all I've got for you. God damn, it's got soft these days. You know, you can't king hit someone when they're not looking and break <laughs> their jaw. You can't even run to the front on tackle. You can't even like just... Who was the bloke back in the day? Fufui Moimo used to stick his fingers up the buttholes. <laughs> <laughs> you remember that guy? 
No, I know the guy, but I don't remember him doing that. Mate, I'm pretty sure that's who it was. And like he tackled someone and he he kept sticking his fingers up their ass and he got banned for it, obviously, in the end. (laughs) Brisbane Lions, but didn't Jazz Zakamanis reckon he got squirrel gripped a couple of times in the bottom of a van? Oh, 100%. That'd happen. (laughs) You'd like, get the fuck off me. Like you'd squirrel grip someone. (laughs) I've never, I haven't done it. I haven't thought of a squirrel grip in so long, but it would have happened. There was a bloke. (laughs) Oh, who was it? I was watching, I was listening to something during the week though, this podcast. And there's this guy, it's actually, well, it's not, it's not that funny, but it is funny because the guy is in prison and he gets beaten like the living daylights out of him, like beaten to death. And then they found, find his body and then he's got peanut butter in his asshole. So, <laughs> so the guys were beating him to death and stuck peanut butter up his butt afterwards. I don't understand why they did it. <laughs> but what's going What are you watching? What's going through? It was, Shay, it was another comedian saying it. Shay oh. Gillis was saying it. <laughs> what's going through the head is of the inmates there where they're, they're killing this guy. Like beating him, beating him and then just like, should we just have some peanut butter for his ass? Just for a little... <laughs> Little cap it off at the end. <laughs> it's just so bizarre. Oh goodness gracious! I heard it. It made me make me laugh all afternoon. I heard it today. <laughs> just don't. What goes through the minds of criminals? That's the thing. So twenty years of isolation will do to a man. Yeah, exactly. And just men. Like, is it just? It's just. Just testosterone fueled. I don't think I could. I don't think I'd last in prison. <laughs> It'd be so tough. How how bad do you think it is? As bad as they make it out to be. I don't think it is. I think maybe like in the US that like it's bad, but I don't like if you're at like, you know, Murchison Prison in the Goulburn Valley, like, you know, people aren't going to be shiving each other. Like, yeah, yeah you get, you're getting like scraps, but like people aren't going to get shivved. And it's like, a lot of white dudes. Yeah. In America, it's less whites, obviously, more <laughs> black dudes and cholos and whatever they've got over there. But well, yeah, in Australia, the- it's just all white dudes. So, what, so in Australia, what are the sections you can join? Because you have like the white supremacists. I don't think it's like that because we're like, I mean, you probably would, but like race is not a big thing. Whereas in like the US, right? What's, so the, you, what's the massive you, one? So do you align yourself with your footy team then in prison? Like what's the, what are you doing Aussie prison? <laughs> Brisbane Lions versus <laughs> yeah. Collingwood. Well, I think there'd be a lot more Collingwood supporters in the prison than the Brisbane Lions ones. Yeah, it probably would be. NRL v AFL v, oh, then you've got some like hockey guys over in the corner. They're, they're, they're a bit soft. <laughs> then you've got the soccer, you got all the soccer supporters. That's yeah. how you do it in the schoolyard. Is it like you're a pussy because you play soccer? Like that was the classic growing up. But does that still apply in prison rules? It's like to do all like the white collar criminals, like the accountants who are a bit dodgy and get locked <laughs> yeah. up, band together, and then you got the murderers on the other side. Yeah, the, how, the accountants did. will just throw numbers at them, <laughs> yeah. or do their taxes, or like Shawshank, like get them <laughs> out of stuff. Like you get the lawyers in, they help yeah, them out. Yeah, that's I, and you know what? I've actually never thought of an Australian prison like that. Maybe we're think, do you think there's as many white dudes as we, as we think are in there? No, because I think statistically we just love to lock up a shitload of Aboriginal kids. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was thinking of. So then it, there is there is sort of race in it, I guess. I don't know. Who'd you, who would you join? You don't really have a choice as a white dude. You just got to hang out with the white dudes. I'd probably join the accountants. Yeah, I think you would join the accountants <laughs> as well. You guys would be the fucking bitches of the, of the yard, of the jail yard. That's for sure. I guess you'd get jacked in there. Yeah, fish. Words can hurt more than fish. Nah, mate, not in prison. What are you <laughs> on about? <laughs> you, you call some guy a fucking idiot and he goes crying back home. Nah, he's not sitting in your cell soaking about it. Oh. Shoving peanut butter up his butt. I don't know. I don't know how he got there. Oh, we'll get in the next topic. There's a study I was reading, and apparently 62% of Germans and 39% of Australian men 
prefer to piss while sitting. What are your thoughts on that, Crawls? 30, sorry. 62% of German men and 39% who of Australian men. Who are they? Who, so who got this? Where they get this stat, these stats from? A global poll. A global So who's doing polls? Mate, don't, don't Margaret Thatcher me. What are their names? Who no, are they? Who? That is... That was is in, was in why an, the fuck would I get that Margaret Thatcher re- reference? It was an article. Where did you pull that from? No, because that's what she used to say when people throw statistics. Who, the, who... Can anyone tell me if they know what Margaret Thatcher says? <laughs> anyone listening knew that quote? <laughs> but uh, it was in the Australian... <laughs> But I don't know about you, but my thoughts are like real men just stand up um, and piss while the seat's down and piss all over also, the seat and all over the floor. Correct. And also the seat's fucking cold. In winter, <laughs> there's not a chance I'm sitting down to piss. No. There is no way. And the Germans, do they have heated toilet seats? That is bullshit. It's cold in Germany most of the year. <laughs> there's no way they're sitting down to wee. Fake news. My, have Yeah. Have you grown up in like, yeah, in the country, Australia, where your toilet's like out the back of the house? It's still in the house. It's not like an outhouse, but there's no heating goes to it. And your parents are cheap anyway. Mine are anyway. They don't have the heating on during the night. So you go in that toilet seat, you if, freeze your butt off. If anything, the urine's actually warming the seat up. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I don't think I've ever sat on my own urine, but uh, that is Someone one way. Else. I guess that is one way to heat it up, Jack. <laughs> you know what I mean? The next person. That is, isn't that the weird, a weird thing? Like, it's pretty, like, going to the toilet after, like, your dad or your brother's been there and the seat's warm. Like that's another man's body heat on the seat. Yeah, that's a bit. That's a bit gay. Like, it feels like it. There's nothing. To feel worse. another man's body like on the seat after you. I kind of in my head, I was like, it's oh, like, I kind of enjoy it, but it's it's like at work you got to get in quick before everyone has the coffee run. Yeah, yes. Because then like everyone's then sitting on it. And it's it is hot. such a weird feeling. You're like, who's asked to be on here? That is their heat from their body. It's pretty gross. You know, yeah. I almost feel like even if I buy a coffee, it's like. One second after the first you know, sip hits me. It's like my, my mind just knows what's going to happen. It's preempting it. Do you think it's placebo or is it actual? I reckon it's like Pavlov's dog. It's just muscle memory that like you're just like, all right, coffee, yeah. bang, toilet. Yeah. See, I don't drink coffee, so I don't get that <laughs> in the morning. It just sort of like, I just, I just sort of like hold on until I really need to go. To, well, we're going to talk about today. I had a great boot. <laughs> no, this morning I had, I must say, really just perfect. It was my bowel movements were great this morning. Well, that's fantastic. Just, it makes hear. me so happy. Let's I hope they can hear. Everyone can hear it through the microphone. How happy! We'll delve onto another. No coffee as just well. Just as interesting topic. But when I've been driving home, you listen to the radio, and there's been some ads coming on sperm donorship ads. Now you're a man who could look to increase his income. How much? Would you donate your sperm? I think, for, I think for I'm money? doing all right. I, I don't think I need that much. I don't think I would donate my sperm. Well, technically, you donated it now, but for free. To who? Your warm seat. Your sink. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> your warm toilet seat. <laughs> no, who's coming in the sink? There's no one jizzing in their I'm sinks, are there? <laughs> you just started sharing a bathroom with your sister as well. She's moved in. That's gross, Jack. Stop jizzing in the sink, dude. That is terrible. Imagine walking in. I hope your sink's low. You got long legs, mate. You get it up and over there. I guess your shoot shoots up anyway. It's probably in the ceiling, half in the sink, half in the ceiling, dripping but down. How much? How much would you donate your sperm for? Uh, I think as a principal, I don't need to be shagging Nick Cannon way and just making heaps of offspring. I don't, they don't have to live on through me. If, if you want me to give you a real price, can I pick the woman who gets to choose it? No. <sighs> Complete anonymity. It's like, did you hear about the guy in Denmark this who, is, who they've restricted from 
donating because he did it like, and he's got like a thousand kids, and they're like, there was wasn't it a doctor? I don't know. There was some would. doctor who did it, and he was like, I have over five hundred kids, and there was like he would he would present like a certain um, person as if it was someone else donating the sperm, and they just be like, yeah, that was fake, and he just put his own sperm into all of them, like five hundred <laughs> kids doing that. Oh way. yeah, yeah. I heard about that. Might have been the same one. But like Denmark, not a massive country. No, that's a different. This guy did it legally, but they're just like, mate, you gotta stop because like the chances are that like your kid, you're gonna have incest, babies. yeah. Kids gonna start shagging because yeah. How do they distribute the sperm around the nation, or just keep it in? Well, I, d- I don't know. Yeah, neither do I. I don't know. I don't know what my price is. Like maybe 10 k for per one. Is that too much or too little? That'd be a massive. I'm pretty sure now because I was reading into it. Um. Not out of interest for myself for the podcast. <laughs> um, apparently, it's just an altruistic act. You can't be paid for it in Australia. That's fair. That's fair enough. But who's doing it for free? Like someone well, just wants to. Yeah, someone. There's yeah. I don't know. Like obviously, there's the good guys. Some that are like, yeah, people really want to have babies, and I need to donate this yeah. for the good of the earth for someone else's happiness. Then there's yeah, the creeps. And then there's the people who want to create their own race and it's just them. Sort of the inbreddies. I don't know what you call them. That's a good name for don't, don't inbreddies. Th- don't you think it's interesting though when you like you see all the white prem- supremacists, especially in the US, and they're like, yeah, we are the superior race. And you're like, if that was true, right, you are at the very bottom end of it. Like they yeah. look like inbred, just like absolute hicks. Like if there is a master race, you are not part of it. No, and I don't think you can follow anything that – if you follow anything like that and think there's a high calling that you're trying, yeah, to be the master ace, there's something wrong with you. Yeah. No normal people think like that. No. At all. But it's – well – Just some interesting. I was just listening, um, I was just listening to an, yeah, an audio book on the way here. This is, it might get boring now. Actually, I'll stay away from it. But Homo Deus, the second one from the Homo Sapiens book. Oh, and they I, were just talking about it then as well. I read the um, – 21 rules for the 21st century, but have not read that one yet. The same guy, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what you're talking about. Israeli he's, guy. Israeli? Yep. You're king. You know what? In my head, I'm just hearing the guy who's reading the audiobook, and I just was imagining he wrote it. <laughs> so it's just some white British guy's voice. I've never thought about that someone else wrote the book. <laughs> I just thought that was the guy. Oh. And that's who I'm imagining in my head. It was, oh, who's it look like? Sort of like an older Matt, maybe like a Michael Douglas is talking to me in a British accent is who I'm picturing when I read a book, when I get the audio going. If you could pick anyone to read an audio book for you, who would it be? Imagine if you just, because I was looking at that, you know, like you're an entrepreneur, you're like, hey, you can make money. And some people are like, you can like read this writing and make an audio book. No one is going to listen to a pungent Victorian rural No one wants an Australian accent at all. No. There is no one online who wants an Aussie accent. Cleo. No. (laughs) No. Yeah, it's your fan, mate. I just hooked hooked into the, into the, what's it called? Fuck, I'm not hooked into anything. (laughs) But you can, you know, you can read, have you ever tried this? Reading something and then reading it in that actor's voice. So next time you read something or read a book, just read it in Morgan Freeman's. You can do it in your head. You can read in Morgan. You can pick whatever voice you want to read to you in your own head. I reckon. When Don't I, pick your own voice. When, when I read something that someone said, if I know that person, I definitely read it in the voice of them. Like I don't read it in my own voice. Really? Yeah. Like if Morgan Freeman were to write a quote or a paragraph, I would like hear yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. That makes sense. 
But you can just switch up your everyday in your head voice to Morgan Freeman. Like you can read whatever you've got in the run sheet. Who would you like listen to though if you had a choice? I mean, again. Well, he's the easy one to go to, Morgan Freeman. Who, wait, who did Barack Obama do his own book? Don't know. That was good. Barack sounded good. <laughs> but McConaughey. McConaughey would be one. He's fun. Just whistles at the end he has of a little sentence. Has <laughs> a little pizzazz to it. Matthew, I, I won't do it. Fugazi, fugazi. Fugazi, fugazi. Imagine like listening Colorado. to someone who has the most spectacular, stunning voice, Adele, but full scouse accent. She's got a fucking, yeah, terrible voice. You know what I mean? That was a terrible Adele. Try yeah, but, again. But like she is like the most roguish, like Geordie Shaw sort of. Like. Yeah. And a beautiful voice. Go on to give me Adele impression. No, I won't. But like, <laughs> why don't people sing in accents? Because that's just not how singing works. I don't know. Dad always said they but don't some sing people accents. do. Like Missy Higgins was popular and she's got a distinctly Australian sounding voice. Well, that's okay. That's the Australian. Those and then like Morgan Wallen, very American country. Yeah, but that's, you're, you're leaning into the twang. That's sort of the type of music. There is a lot of Aussie bands that do that and they sound, I can, I cannot sound Aussie rap. Fucking annoys the shit. Oh, yeah, I, I did go to. Uh, it's like a cultural cringe. It is. It's just something that's just not musical. It's got to sound nice to your ears. And it just doesn't sound nice to my ears. Especially the Western Sydney kind of dialect. Yeah. Yeah. There's a real Aussie like Spanish. 360. Remember 360 was yeah. big back in the day? The when boys used to and, love him. Him and Cursor rap battled. Cursor is the sickest. Cursor is the sickest. What, how else does the song go? I can't remember the rest of it. Yeah, probably won't say it on this podcast. What? The Cursor's rest of the song. in the club and he's the sickest. C-bomb. All right. Mate, you can say it. No. It's your show. You I don't, don't have say to say it. it. I don't force you to say no. it. That, we're, that we're and then respectable. we went, I remember we used to go to the curtain up here in Carlton, yeah. which is like Aussie sort of music scene. And these boys there. And we just went up one night because we used to live next to it. We'll go, oh, what's, what's upstairs? Like, oh, it's 15 bucks. Like, oh, we're not paying that. And the lady go, was like, oh, all right. And she walks away. So we snuck up and ran up. No one up there. There's this band on stage. We look out. There's this, the lead singer is like short, muscly as, has his shirt off, obviously. Bowl cut, like looks like a skateboarder in a band. Like they were all just jacked. And this is his, his song was great. This is the only, probably the only Aussie sort of like twang song I know. He's just up there yelling, Skate Park! <laughs> skate Park! Like Skeggs? Like- skate Park! Yeah, like Skeggs. <laughs> and he just kept going. And you know what, man? I was banging my head to that shit. I was like, Skate Park is a great song. Don't you think people will not understand from other countries, like, the cultural significance oh, holy of skate parks. Like if anything were to ever go down, especially in a country town, it was yeah. always at the skate park. Well, this, well, what he did on stage never happened at the skate park. You know, two chicks got up there and f- took, took their shirts off. <laughs> flashing the titties. Never seen that at the old skate was, park. Oh, no, this might have been a different show that we were there. Oh, that's, oh, this is another story. <laughs> this is another show we went up, but it was packed and we snuck in and we got up there. I'll be quick so we don't miss the camera. So I went up and there's this guy in front of the stage, long hair, big, long leopard print sort of uh, uh, jacket that he's wearing on stage. They're playing, I don't know, sort of rock music stuff. He had a bottle of wine in his hand. This is the lead singer. And he's singing, he's drinking his bottle of wine and he comes out of the audience. He's in the audience, whatever, dancing around, loving himself, beard, long hair. So I go to the toilet and there's this old bloke in there with him. He goes, oh, how are you, how are you enjoying the show? Next to him, like you're having a piss in the chat. I'm like, yeah, all right, but this, that lead singer's a bit of a wanker, isn't he? he goes, yeah. And I walk back out, get in the crowd. This old dude just follows me out. 
And then it, and then the uh, the lead singer goes, yeah, and my family's here. It's my mum and dad. Walks out. The bloke I was in the urinal with his dad in the middle of the stage. <laughs> oh. And I was like, fuck. I kind of fucked up there. <laughs> I just told the dad that his son's a bit of a wanker. Just making a joke. <laughs> yeah. And he thought you'd be like, no, he's I, all right. But I was, just- yeah. And I was being dead serious. This guy is a wanker. And he was a wanker. But he's, uh, I told it to the wrong man. Oh. <laughs> oh, but he didn't taint the show too much <laughs> for the dad enjoying it. Oh. But I'll stand by it. So- your, you call, you'd call, when did you call me? Yesterday. Yep. Something about, and you asked, what's the NBA? I was watching the NBA and you asked me what's going on in the NBA. <laughs> and I think you were inquiring so you could talk about it on the podcast. Might have. Trying to keep up with the NBA news. And I don't think you have at all. I did watch it in the workroom today. And did the you? LA Lakers have gone down. They have. Bron first, he got swept. Guilty. Do you know what that means? No. Well, they go out in straight sets. They get swept. That's what happened. Good, good game today. Well, Very flat. Nikola Jokic, best, you know what, up there. Might be up there with Shaq by the time he ends his career. Yeah. yeah I, I know Shaq. Great. I know he's quite a... Um, you know what? And then Jimmy Buckets is just, he's going to smash the Celtics as well. That's, you know what, Toss? We can leave the NBA chat there. No, but I actually want wanted to chat on the Celtics. And do you reckon they're a chance at winning? What, is this for your uh, sports betting? Better promotion. The, better promotion. The $10, no, the $101 odds. Well, I was waiting for a $1,000 bonus so I could pay for a bit more. Well, the Celtics money. are definitely not winning it. Yeah. I mean, if they the Heat are up 3-0 against them at the moment, I think. Yeah, but that better – are they going under? They're, they're, quit, they're closing shop, aren't they? They must be because they were offering to pay – like I think their liability is that big. They were offering to pay people like 300 bucks last week to pay them out. And I didn't take it. And I could have taken $50 today, but – Ride or die, baby. Yeah, you may as well let it ride now. I mean, what, you put 10 bucks in. Yeah. But I think News Corp pulled their – I think they pulled out. Like, they were backing them better and stuff and it's, sold their share of the company. because they got shredded for those who aren't um, – don't follow what happened. There was a new betting company, basically, a heap of cash from investors. And the whole business plan was that they'd link up with Murdoch Media and they'd get all this free exposure on the papers and things like that. But then they were running ads like last year's spring racing carnival. It was like front page, like massive ad, you know, $101 odds for things, yeah. which were paying like 10 bucks or less. And then they um, got done, I think, by, you know, the government bodies because it's an inducement to bet, right? It's effectively, you know, oh, it's, so that's- it's, it's not a standard promotion, right? It was that ridiculously good that people like, you know, this is effectively similar saying, sign up and we'll give you a $500 bonus bet. Like, you're inducing people who wouldn't otherwise do it to sign up and bet. Yeah, but so many people are making money that way. And any degenerates that are already gambling will get onto that. I don't think they've, I don't think it's a, a new thing. It's a fine line, right? Because with promotions, they're like, well, it's an inducement to bet. But conversely, it's also giving more money back to the punters. So it's like, where do you draw the line? Oh yeah, because then they just pet, they just punt that money anyway, and then they get less benefit for it. Yeah, well, I didn't get on the promotion, and did you have you won anything off it? No, I'm a bit salty. I, I had Brazil in, I think, the World Cup. Um, I think in the AFL, I got the Brisbane Lions, and I got Melbourne Storm. Not bad, like Melbourne Storm, not the Penrith yeah. Panthers. A bit contrarian there. I went, yeah, that's what everyone was doing the Panthers, but I just went for you know a bit of heart. It's the same as why I suck at tipping, tipping right? <laughs> yeah, right. The Melbourne Storm, no, I don't think they're going to win it at all. I would, the Panthers should go back to back. To back. This is it third in a row, I think? Yeah. Anyway, yeah, better doing that promotion. You should have cashed out at the 300 but buck mark. No. But- because you don't know your basketball, mate. You should got to keep up with it. It's your hard-earned money. 
that ten dollars you worked hard for that. <laughs> <laughs> what do they say? Ninety percent of problem gamblers give up just before a big win. Is that is that a joke? Yes. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> what do you mean? What do they say? That is. I guess that's true, man. I don't know. I don't know where you're going. <laughs> if you're chasing your losses, you haven't lost. Yeah, I mean, how many? How many of our mates do you reckon are problem gamblers? A fucking fair few of them. Probably your house, mate. Hey, come on, leave him alone. He does it for a job. <laughs> He's a professional problem. He's a professional gambler. problem. Yes, there's a lot of them out there. He'll be all right. It's luckily he doesn't listen to the show. I did ask him before I came over here. Is there anything I want to touch on? Anything? He goes, I don't listen, so it doesn't bother me. <laughs> they go, anything that you want, a message you want to get out to the world? He goes, no. It's luckily he doesn't have a girlfriend to spend money on. What do you, what do you mean, luckily? I think, I think. He probably does need a girl. I think we, he definitely needs a girlfriend. <laughs> the big boss man. The boys will make him listen to this now. <laughs> so actually what what I wanted to talk about though is, yes, yeah, so basketball was dope today. That's good seeing LeBron go down a little cry baby. Fuck, he's a little, God, he's such a pussy. But then I watched that air movie during the week as well. The Michael Jordan. Yeah, we watched that as well. Did you? Nice. House. So it came out on, yeah, Prime Video or something. You know what? Great. Very well acted. Affleck and Damon undefeated together. Ever since Goodwill Hunting, oh, they are they are great. great. You know what movie I haven't seen? I've never seen Goodwill Hunting, mate. That is like I know. God tier. That is God tier. Till last year, I haven't seen Forrest Gump until last year either. I don't, and I'm you know what self proclaimed movie guy. It's how, just some movies. I don't know. How do you actually avoid that though? Because it's like gets a rerun on like Channel Seven, Channel Nine every two weeks. Well, until I don't, we don't have the free to air channels until it's on Foxtel. What you're telling me you've never had free to air TV since? Well, yeah, growing up I did, but. Goodwill, I don't know, Robin Williams is in it. I know that much. Well, you I don't know what it's about. You didn't watch TV. You used to do Bible reading, didn't you, after school? Yeah, yeah, with my grandparents. We used to sit down and then, yeah, I'll say grace for you tonight if you want. <laughs> Two, four, six, eight, dig in, don't wait. Please do. <laughs> no, we never held hands, grace in the house. We actually don't do grace. My, my dad's one of five. Some of the brothers do do it. Like his elder brother does it, which is just thank the Lord for this food. And Christ's sake, amen. Is that Simple kind of stuff. like a, a bit of a like a backhanded kind of like compliment? You're like, yeah, thanks for the food, but also thanks for not providing any fucking food to those people in Ethiopia. Well, <laughs> they're they're not they're praying to a different god, mate. They're going to hell. That is that's on them from Ethiopia. Ethiopia is actually a very Christian religious place. Well, I'm sorry, I take Christianity it all back. Christianity was in Ethiopia before it was in Europe. That is actually a fact. So who's who sent it there? The Mormons? Well, no, because it's super. It's actually not that far. Geographically, from like Israel, from Israel, Jerusalem. yeah, yeah, right. There you so go. They got so some of the down. oldest Christians in the world. They reckon the Ark of the Covenant, Covenant, may be in one of the king's tombs there. That's wait. I was saying I don't know what the fuck that is. What's the Ark of the Covenant? Have you ever watched? Um, it's like the the remains of Jesus, I think, or something. But you apparently, Jesus might have been black. No. Well, if you go back into it, where do they start? Jerusalem. You just said it in Africa. So apparently back in the day, he actually started out as a black dude. Everything. Around, not, no, 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 no. No, no, no. Everything around Christianity started in Africa. No, it Facts. Didn't. Fucking it, facts. It started in the Middle East. The Middle East is not Africa. Well, it's it close is. enough and they're not white there. No, so. Jesus we'll, isn't white. We'll touch on this. This is a hot, this is a hot topic. And this has actually been shredded. They did the um, documentary on Cleopatra and yeah. they made Cleopatra black. Which was completely factually wrong. Well, yes, correct. She's different. She's not Jesus. But, no, but Jesus is like Middle Eastern, olive skinned. He's not black. He's not white. That's well, why everyone in Egypt got pissed off. And they were actually going to ban the documentary because they're like, 
blackwashing, you know, the history and like people make the thing right. Yeah. Obviously, you want to get, you know, black people into, um, you know, movies and things like that. But there are so many fantastic <laughs> stories from black history. Why do you have to fucking like take another story and add them to that? Like, can't you like fuck it, dude? Jesus isn't even fucking real. Like, <laughs> why does it matter? Like, you can be whatever color you want him to be. Just make your story around it. Like, we argue over a guy that. Well, a lot of the world thinks it's real. There's no way. It's just a story, isn't it? I hope my grandparents answered it. It is just a story. But but it is interesting, right? <laughs> isn't it? Like he, like you see the photos of him in church and stuff, and he's you know white, stark white, like whiter yeah. than low fat milk. Yeah, yeah, like, exactly. He's white as white, and yeah, I don't think he probably he probably wasn't. Yeah, if you do the back in the history where he came from, he's probably definitely not white. This is this is what I was watching. Oh, this is what I watched last week that I wanted to talk about. So weekend doing nothing. So you just chuck on Netflix. You've been to some series. I binged Queer Eye. Fucking great show. Queer Eye for the Gay Guy. I love that show. No, Queer Eye for the Straight Guy. Well, it's not for the Gay Guy. That's the old one. It is for the Straight Guy. They just no, it's no, inclusive. Queer, it now. was. It was. That's the whole point. Queer Eye for the Straight Guy. No, but they do gay people as well. Oh. The know. first one was for the Straight Guy. The new one they do. They do everyone. Now it's more inclusive. But then I went on to. I don't know why I put on Jewish matchmaking. So they've got Indian and Jewish matchmaking. I was like, you know what? I'll, I wanted, I don't know. Maybe I just wanted to see if there's any hot chicks on the show and see what happened. <laughs> that's, that's probably where it came from. Can I just stop you for one second? I don't know what was wrong with the TikTok algorithm, but I reckon the first year it came out, the ads were really weird, right? So I was getting all these selected ads for an app called Dill Mill, which was like a South Asian dating site. And it was just all Indian. So I'm like, Dill Mill. Have I just like put my details in correctly or have I just been watching a lot of Bollywood movies? Wait, like, how did you know there was heaps of Indians? Did you just sign up, did you? No, literally in <laughs> the Filter the photo, saturation that, up. That's literally. <laughs> Contrast. Opt in the solarium. Yeah. <laughs> so it said it on the app, the description that it was Deal Mill. No, yeah, it was. It actually said Deal Mill, like an app for, like dating app for South Asians. I'm sure like white dudes get on that if they've got like, that's what they're into. And as I just well. really got into some Indian music and just watching Bollywood. No, yeah. I, no, I didn't. Yeah. I've got to imagine you doing that, mate. Wearing what shirt are you in right now? The yard, yeah. Don't mess with Texas. Yeah, I can imagine <laughs> you're just saying all this shit wearing that shirt. So I've got well, the, yeah. So the Jewish matchmaking, which is, I did not know how to vote um, to Judaism. People are, mate. They're seriously dedicated, like seriously dedicated. And there's certain like spectrums. So there's Orthodox Jews, and then there's born again Jews or whatever, they've come back to it. And there's, they some of them don't touch until they get married. Like that's one of the things from the really orthodox ones. And then they want the, uh, their husbands to three times a day go and pray or whatever it is. Three times a day they go and do it and they put the strap around their arm and stuff. Crazy sort of stuff. And then these matchmaking people like want to match them up. So they have to go through this service and there's all types of spectrums of it. But a lot of them go back to Israel. So they're in America, a lot of them in Miami. There's a lot of Miami, New York and stuff. And they'll go back to Israel for a bit and want to find a husband in Israel. And they will do, like once they've hooked up, a month and then they're engaged and then they're married. Like straight like that. So like the Mormons were saying. Like they do it. I could not believe how devout these people are to their religion. And it was, you know what, seven, eight episodes long. I'm sitting there watching, very, you know what, very interested. I'm like, come on. You see the success stories. They go on a couple of dates. Started. Uh, I got to the final episode. I'm like, all right, this is where they all get together. It was just another stock standard episode. Not a single couple stay together 
in the whole eight episodes. <laughs> I just watched the rest of it. I was like, it ended. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? I've just wasted like eight hours of my life on this show. Not a single couple got together. And this girl goes, you know what? Who, they're like, the expert was like, yeah, they'll find someone eventually. It just, it doesn't happen like that. And I'm like, you're the worst fucking matchmaker ever. I've been gaslit. <laughs> she gaslit me from watching this stupid Jewish matchmaking show and no one got together. There was no happy endings. Oh, I've got the- And there's some of them as scumbags as well. I've Which got, made me feel a little bit better, but this reminded me of a funny story I've got about the, the hardcore Jews when I was in Tel Aviv. So on Saturday, which is their Sabbath, the equivalent of our Sunday, yeah, they're not allowed. The hardcore ones can't use power and things like that. And in Tel Aviv, there's this one street, and that's where all the the more conservative, the dedicated Jewish people live. And you'll have people driving down, and they'll accidentally turn onto this street. And then, like, the young Jewish boys with the big curls would just start pegging rocks at the car. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, it's a one-way street. You, like, you can't turn back. So, so you, you just, just got to keep it. going. <laughs> and this little eight-year-old just pegging rocks. <laughs> God, it's such a weird... God, just following any sort of deity, like, it's such a bizarre... Being into religion, such a bizarre thing to be into. It is, this is what you get in the show. Like, you learn about this stuff. And I just could not believe it. Like, what, what happened to cults? Like, where are they? I feel like they were, like, massive in the 70s and 80s, and they've kind of died out. Like, no, but it's, that's, like, that's like the new show on the Apex Gang. Like, my grandparents watching about the Apex Gang down here, they just run right in Melbourne. No one sees the Apex Gang. They hang out at their own thing. It is just the media that just portrays it. They've got nothing else to report on. Yeah, but I still think, like, you have the Jonestown Massacre, right, with the biggest mass suicide in the world, where, like, 700 people in the US followed this guy into, like, northern South America to form a cult. And then they all, like, this with the phrase, didn't drinking, po- yeah, drinking the Kool-Aid, right? And yeah, he like, poisoned them all. Yeah. Well, that was, yeah, it wasn't a mass suicide. No, but they knew, like, they, like... There's not, not a fucking chance. Do you reckon they all knew? Yeah. Man, the cult leaders have some power. That's crazy. But then... How all it is, is they're just really horny blokes who just want to like... Well, yeah, correct. They have, want to have a heap of wives. But there's heaps of religions that let you do that anyway. And so then, well, you don't have to create your own. <laughs> yeah, Mormons. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's a lot of religions that do it. Move to Kazakhstan or something. I bet they've got to have plenty of wives over there as well. <laughs> it is, yeah. I don't know, man. There's probably some cults out there for sure. If, I don't know, like the vegan cults at the if, moment. If there were no societal <laughs> pressures and you could have as many wives as you'd want. I just too many. I just want one. <laughs> I wouldn't need that many. One or two. I can't have more than that. I'm a monogamous guy. Well, yeah, but I just uh, there's too much issues to deal with and there's a lot of feelings going on. I wouldn't be able to handle that. Two wives, far out. And maybe if, I think we're too developed. Maybe if it was still a wife in the kitchen. I suppose statistically back in the day it made sense, right? Because all the young boys would just go to war. So, like, a lot of them would die, right? Because so, there's just these stupid fucking wars. People, like, killing the shit out of each other. And then, like, if you're a girl, right, there's probably one guy for every three of you because they've just been, you know, they've gone to get yeah, an extra okay. 10 kilometres of soil in France for no fucking reason. And then, you know, the way to accommodate the girls is they're like, well, you know, there's a 1,000 guys, there's 3,000 girls. Well, three of you are just going to have to go with one. Otherwise, 2,000 of you are going to die lonely. It's just statistics. <laughs> but it, again, do you want three wives? And they're not going to be all beautiful wives. Like, you're going to have to take concessions if you're having three wives as well. <laughs> Unless you fucking like the, the man, like the rocket in the, in the group. You're like, you're handsome. You're a man rocket. Then you can take whoever you want. One but, thing which has died out as well, arranged marriages, but very common. Well, ex- this is the Jewish thing. They're sort of arranged, and the Indian ones as well. They are mate, still very common. 
back back in my days when I was farming on the trout farm, we had a few Indian and um, Sri Lankan guys, no, Indian and Malaysian guys there, all arranged marriages. Yeah. And like, I was like 18 at the time, I just thought that didn't exist anywhere unless... It happened, well, that's us as white people, very close off to the rest of the world. <laughs> that age, you have no idea what's going on. Well, it's like, you know... About 50% of marriages fail when you get to pick someone. Imagine just getting a random one. It's like, you know, lucky dip. You know, you go to the fate. Oh, I hope I get a good one. Well, this is exactly, this is what was happening on the Jewish thing. They go to like mixes and stuff and then there'd be just one girl and be like, oh, we, we get along. That's it. Within a month, they're married. Like that is not enough time to find out if you like someone. It is enough to just find it, see if you think they're attractive. But a lot of these marriages last. They maybe. last more than like us working out our decisions, I guess, because we're more flippant. Maybe because Westerns, we've got this preconceived issue that you like, you should absolutely love someone, enjoy them, and that everything's going to be perfect. Whereas they know, right, that it's like a match and like you're going to have to work on it. It's not. Well, it's instilled in their society. Like it's ingrained in you culturally that you have Whereas to. Whereas we're just like, oh, I'm not liking this. Respect she, these women. Yeah. I'm fucking. Oh, you didn't leave the washing out. Another Mate, one, DJ work. Khaled, <laughs> another one. <laughs> I've definitely cut it off with girls for less than that. <laughs> <laughs> there's some things, there's less than that for sure. But yeah, that fuck, that that Jewish show just did my head in. But we this episode is just talking about us like populating the world. Like we're talking about insemination, sperm and stuff. Robert De Niro last week, I want to talk about, 79 years old, just had another baby. There has to be a limit, I guess- should we just castrate everyone once they hit the Well, age is, of 50? or is it a monetary, is it like a money thing? Like, dudes just, like, it's in our genes, it's in our genetics. Like, Rupert Murdoch at 96, mate, you've got enough family issues as it is. They've literally made a TV show, Succession, about all your family issues. You don't need another kid, mate. You don't need another one. But they have the money to have another kid. So maybe they can have another kid. Yeah, but if money was a thing, right, then, like, Bill Gates would have, like, 172 kids. Yeah, but I'm saying he can – If I think he might be allowed to have that. But then, like, Elon Musk has a heap. He's got eight or nine. No, so he's – Elon Musk's dad has something like 13 kids and had a stepdaughter, and now he's married to the stepdaughter. Yeah, that is fucked up. That is – you can't be doing that. It is, that is creepy. But De Niro at 79, and he's – I think his wife – I don't know whether she – but his previous wife, she was black. And I'm not sure about this current wife. What relevance did that have to this story? De Niro. What do you mean? No, the fact that his wife was black. No, you just wouldn't, <laughs> you wouldn't pick it from Robert De Niro. So that's what he, that's what he had. So I don't know what the new... I, I does, I, we are talking about Kevin Costner the other week as well. So I don't know what gets in these old dudes. They've just still got it. There's something about them. The juices are still flowing. Don't you reckon it's rogue though, like our grandparents' generation? Like dad was one of five, like very common for Catholic families. Like there was seven, ten, like... How do you look after that many kids? You wouldn't even remember their names. Well, they what happens is the kids look after each other. So, like, as they get older, they sort of look after and It's all a collaborative effort because it, it, they just naturally help each other out. I think um, probably when big families stopped was when they made seatbelts legal because then you couldn't just jam, like, 10 kids in the yeah, back of correct. a car. Yeah, my parents, yeah. Can, we, still can, have can a we get a statistical analysis of that? Like, the year they brought in seatbelts. And then, because you're like, you can't drive two cars. Like, if you've got more than three kids, you, well, that's the you thing, have that's to get, like, a, a bigger one. And then... Just get a troop carrier. Just get get the old troopies in the back where they just line in. The, I think you can still drive those around without a seatbelt. Like, there's some weird... Because I remember growing up as a kid, if you had, like, the troop carrier where they've just got the, the um, like, the panelled seating across the side, you're allowed to just sit in there without a seatbelt. Yeah. I don't know what the law on that was. 
because it was definitely less safe. And then like, I don't get- If they didn't have seatbelts, you didn't have to wear seatbelts. Is that the rule? And then like, no one wears seatbelts in bus, buses. Yeah, correct. Have you ever thought, right, and this is a conspiracy theory that we're living in the matrix, right? And it's a small glitch. Because you hop in a car, back seat, three seats. You hop in a bus, two seats, middle aisle, two seats. And it's fitting on the same sized road. Yeah, but buses are wider. But are they? Are they that much wider? They've got like an extra seat and then the middle aisle? Yeah, but you also don't want to... Yeah, I've never thought about that. I think they're a bit wider. Like you get in those new pickup trucks coming in. They're wider and they still fit on some of the roads. But it never feels like you're off the side of the road. Yeah, I don't know. I've never thought about that actually. We're living in the matrix. This is like a, a just a weird like flashback of a story. But like... When I was in Santorini, there's this like massive hill down the like, like so steep, right? So steep. You'd be struggling to walk up and going around the cliff. And we're just walking up and this car is hooning in reverse up the whole road. This is a glitch in the matrix, but no, it was just some. No, the reversing thing isn't that so it like doesn't. It, it's easy to do. But it, cars more powerful. Like I'm, ta- I'm talking going like 40, 50 Ks <laughs> in reverse in a car up the mountain. Oh, yeah, a Pixar movie. <laughs> you're, you're impressed by it, obviously. Yeah. It really stuck out to you. Speaking of cars, I got picked up the other day by this Uber. And I looked at my phone. I'm like, oh, he looks, I don't know, classic. He didn't really have an Indian name, but he looked a little bit Indian. So I went down, pick him up. I hop in the car and I get in there and it's he's a small person. So he's got the seat right up the front. Again, I'm like, oh, right. Nothing wrong with that. And then he turns around and he goes, ha, you weren't expecting this, were you? I'm like, what? In my head, I'm thinking, don't say you're a small person. He goes, I'm not Indian and I'm driving a Lexus instead of a Camry. I was like, <laughs> oh, you're a racist. <laughs> that, was, was, that was not going to be my guess. And I went, I was like, you kind of look Indian, mate. And then he's like, ah, oh, fuck you, mate, fuck you. And then we're driving away. And he pulls out and cuts someone off nearly die and just flips from the bird. So I was like, you know what? You do, you are worse than the guys that normally pick me up. You fucking scumbag of a guy. You should not be driving. You almost crashed us and you make terrible jokes. But he just thought I'd love it for some reason. I don't know whether it's because I'm a white guy or what. But it was a weird experience. I love it when you get like just a brazen like Uber driver. And I haven't had this in Australia, but it reminds me like when I was 23 and I was in the US. We're in LA, right? I'm going across the sea to some bar and like the Uber driver was going like a hundred miles now. So like, which is like 150 Ks and he's just swerving through and he went a bit too far and it's like on the highway and there's like a bit of a like mound between like the middle. He's like, oh, you're right if I just go over. Oh, and, no. then, and then you turn around like, yeah, yeah, best Uber ever. Oh, see, I do like them when they're fast because they get you there like, but as long as they're fast and safe, there's a difference between driving crazy and driving angry. So, um, no, that was, that was an experience. But, yeah, I don't know about 150. Maybe in, like, the autobahns would be cool, but not in America. I feel like <laughs> no, they're just less safe. Well, it was like an autobahn. It was like a six-lane highway. I feel like, like they're no just less safe over there in America. They're just obviously not worried about speeding tickets. Yeah, obviously not. <laughs> they're just paying – they're pretty cheap, I think. They're pretty flippant with that sort of stuff. All right, mate. Well, that's pretty much all I've got for you. Actually, there is one more news story because – you know what? Because we are talking about – Girlfriends, matchmaking. This is very like, I don't know what we've gone down this road in this episode. Yeah. Like it's, is it's, it's not, I don't know what we've been talked about, but it's sort of like, as I said before, just 
reproductive episode. I don't know about male urges, but I read something with AI taking off. There's now an OnlyFans model who can be your AI girlfriend. So there's an AI company that has gone to this girl and worked with her and like recorded her voice, everything she'd say. So you can sign up for like a dollar a message or a dollar a minute. And there's no limit to the amount of people she can message. She could have like 10,000 Because it's clients. AI. Yes. So it's like a dollar a minute or something and she can be your girlfriend. And like you can call her up and she'll talk to you through the AI because they've like recorded all the messages and everything and all the responses. It's just an indictment of <laughs> guys' thoughts of women that they would rather go out with. Well, like I don't know whether... Yeah, I don't understand what guys are into this shit. Like this is... They'd rather pay to speak to like a computer <laughs> than actually a real person. These are the people that are getting catfished. These are the people that sign up for this shit are getting catfished for sure. And well, I don't know. Maybe that, t- that might turn some... Guys are into feet. You know, maybe it turns some people on to just hear a girl's voice over the phone. Well, who's the guy you talked about in the last podcast? The toe sucker. Oh, yeah, the guy. But he was sucking dudes' toes yeah, in hotels. They, all we need to know is there's a lot of weird operators. There is there. a lot of weird operators. Do you have any weird kinks like that? Would you ever get an AI, AI girlfriend? No. Not that I'd say on even, this podcast. Even in the future, you know, like um, Tony Stark has Jarvis, who runs everything all right. Ultron was born out of that. If If... There is a ex machina. There's a robot woman. Would you have a robot girlfriend? She has all the features of a girl. She's got AI brain. What? It's like you know. But she you- she can't. You can't tell. It's like the movie After Young. You probably haven't seen it, but you can't tell that they're not. But you know when like in the real. Ma- in the Matrix in the first one where there's a guy who's on the crew and he rats them all out. Like he pays like you know, the androids or whoever it is, because then like to go back and then like erase his memory. So then he thinks like he's a celebrity, he's living the high life. He's yeah. like, you know, ignorance is bliss. I don't care if this is real or not. I just want to think that I'm like having the best life possible. So you would have a robot girlfriend if you could wipe your brain? If you could buy a robot, Emily Radzikowski, is this like strictly online or? No, she's real. She's a robot. Like she lives in your house, but you can't tell that she's not human. How do we know it's real or not? How do we know that like we're not just living in a simulation? Well, we we could be. I don't know. Most I don't know. Robots aren't that smart yet. How do you know? Don't go too existential because it'll hurt my brain. <laughs> just stay with me on this this line of thought. Someone's just gonna pull out the plug after this podcast because you run out of credits in the, like the gaming system. What? And then we're done. Do you reckon that's it, how the Earth's just gonna end one day? They're just gonna stop it. No, I'm just like saying that you could be like you think like how good computers and virtual reality is getting you could effectively be playing a video game where you put the headset on, like you tune in, and then the way the game works is that you don't actually know you're playing it. And then one day your your credits run out and then you go back, you're like, wow. But so you die in the game, your credits run out, but then you wake up back to the real world. Yeah. So it's sort of like the Matrix. Or just, yeah, you're 35 and like you've run out of credits in the life before. So like... More, more, more dollars in the slot machines. Yeah, see, well, yeah, I'd like to get frozen. That'd be, I'd sign up for that. You get frozen, but you can play video games. So your brain's still but sort but of like working. But this is not our real life. We're just playing a video game. The well, way that's the video what I'm saying. Works you, get, is you don't know it. Well, that's you get frozen, but that that'd be a cool way to do it. I guess if you get frozen, and you just wait and out that, for thousands of and years. And it's like, cool. the, the, you know how you can pay for mods and better guns, and it's like the kids who have more money, like they start off life as like a trust fund baby. Or like, yeah. you know, the son of a rich person. Whereas so you, you know, just... Clearly clear you or me in the, the life back don't uh, have a massive amount of money. 
No, but so would you – is that how you'd like to start your life as a trust fund? I think I'd, I'd like to play like a professional – Maybe a professional sp- or do something cool. Maybe like be an art, be really good at, be a really good singer. No, but I would love to be naturally good at singing, but I'd, that's, that's the thing about the game. I'd like the challenge of trying to make it on the global scale. It's like scale. when you're playing FIFA and you start with like the lowest, exactly. the lowest. Exactly. I don't want to start with a full bank yeah. of funds. That is, that is what I do. We said this on the other podcast, like the Wrexham United have done. I would start with a heap of money and do, yeah, career mode for real. Yeah. That'd be so much fun. Maybe like a, I'd start as a Russian oligarch. How much fun would you have doing that? <laughs> now you outside a few wars. God, that'd be all right. <laughs> now my mind's really racing. Well, I do think, right, that we are living in a simulation and like 2016 someone, right, someone fucked with the coding, right? You know, you've got like Donald Trump presidency. You know, you've got wars in Ukraine. You've got COVID. Like it was all going normal and then someone's just messed with the settings, put in a cheat code and now all this like rogue stuff is happening. But it was, mate, it was fucked before that. Like people, you forget the Romans were around like 2,000 years ago. And they built some sick shit. I do agree. Like, And, pe- pe- and the pyramids, how are the pyramids made? I, don't, I still don't understand that. People think like the world is going to shit, but it's like it's always been like that. We just were born, you and me, in like the, yeah. probably the 20 most peaceful period of like. Yeah, and it's still, it's still pretty peaceful. And we have like our. Two, um, two generations back, mate, we could have been storming the beaches of Normandy. Yeah, fuck that. I'm glad we got born now. That's for sure. <laughs> All right, guys, on that bombshell, I reckon we wrap it up. All right, uh, hope you're not having an existential crisis <laughs> yeah, like no, us. We really got into simulations. We'll see you back next there. week. See you guys. Ciao. <laughs>